Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the podcast, 15 on Life, the podcast where we talk about life after having a life sentence in prison. I'm your host, Tito. Let's go ahead and jump into this Monday motivation, motivation Mondays. Um, I'm going to talk about something kind of simple today, and I did a little short thing on it. I'm going to do a longer thing on it on YouTube and stuff later, but what I want to talk about is governors that we put on ourselves that limit our potential. Now... I'm actually going to try and make this one kind of quick for this Monday. So check it out. Whether you know or you don't know, um, if you've ever driven like a company truck or something like that, or um, a better example might be if you have like an electric stove or something, right? But a governor is something that is put in place uh, for safety reasons and a bunch of other stuff. But it's basically something that locks out at a certain point, right? So a governor on a, say, a company truck, like I used to drive truck, and the governors were set at 65 miles an hour. So you couldn't drive over 65 miles an hour. It would basically stop the truck from going any faster. On your electric stove, you know, there might be a governor on there so that even when you have it on all the way high, at some point it cuts off because it'll overheat, right? So it's a governor that's put in place. It's a mechanical thing. I'm here to tell you, a lot of you, and myself included for some some things still to this day, right? But you guys have these emotional, mental, psychological governors that have been put on you and that restrict your full potential from coming out. Now, I want to talk about it, and I, I know you might be going, oh crap, here you go again with something negative talking about Motivational Monday, right? But it's motivational because I want you to unlock these governors. I want you to take them off. And here's your prison version of this story, right? So in prison, when I first got there, you can't really get them anymore, but people still do it with other things, right? But we got metal hot pots. And basically the hot pot is something that you just put your water in or you put your like beans or whatever you have to heat up in, right? And it had a little thermostat dial on it right and that was kind of its governor right but even at the max setting at a certain temperature that governor would cut off that hot pot well we like doing things and these were metal hot pots they don't sell the metal ones anymore because obviously you could cut them up and make weapons out of them but um we would take them apart and disengage the governor on it the the thermostat so that they would just stay getting hotter and hotter. And then we would get oil or grease or butter and put it in there and use it to fry things like fish and cinnamon rolls and all kinds of other fun stuff. Make our own donuts and everything. So I I thought of this, right? The, this conversation, this, this podcast, in regards to that ingenuity, that innovation that um, I never really thought about. Until I was in prison and I saw people break down Walkmans and turn them into tattoo guns with the motors. And I saw people uh, do that to the hot pots or they would literally make a cigarette lighter out of, you know, the two pieces of lead out of a pencil. 
and some toilet paper, <laughs> you know, and you put it in the light socket, pop it, and because uh, uh, the lead is conducts electricity, right? Craziness, right? But it started showing workarounds for things that you otherwise would have thought uh, you're at a point where you can't go any further, right? And that's the point of this podcast today is there's probably, and, and, and I want you to just think real quick, open up your mind to some things that maybe you've wanted to do and for whatever reason you haven't done. And mind you, when I say uh, you want to do and maybe you haven't done, let me think of a good example. Um, you want to, to write a blog or a book or a short story, but you think you're not good enough at writing, right? Um, you think that um, your grammar isn't good enough, whatever, okay? There goes one thing. Let's think about something else. You want to lose weight, but you're too fat. People are going to make fun of you. You know, you, you you will never stop eating, you know, the pizza and the triple cheeseburgers and everything else, right? There's another one, right? Um, it could be something as stupid as you want to go skiing, but you're 30 plus years old and you've never been skiing and you don't want to look like an idiot. You don't want to hurt yourself. You know, it looks too hard, right? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Or let's go extreme cases, right? And I'm going to revert back to like a prison story, right? A story that I recently shared on LinkedIn, by the way. Um, uh, Nane, Nane, if you're listening, love you, girl. Anyway, uh, Nane was a, a Tungan woman that, that worked for me a million years ago. And uh, I remember I used to see her busting her butt. And so I encouraged her and eventually promoted her, even though she didn't really want to be promoted. And then she just started getting promotions left and right because she started believing in herself and when she told her story one time and I didn't know she was going to do this but she basically said her whole life everyone had told her what she couldn't do everyone told her she was going to go back to using drugs and go back to prison and go back to committing crimes and everything and I was the first person that really came up and told her that she could do stuff and that I believed in her right that unlocked her potential because it was always there it was just that she had those governors on her, right? Because of what her own friends and family and then the system and the police department and probation and parole officers, like everyone was telling her how she couldn't do good. It just took someone really pushing and reinforcing that she could for her to actually unlock or take that governor off so she could do well, right? Let's go back to those other examples, right? Writing a blog, writing a book. Take the stupid gov governors off. Whatever is telling you that you can't, like you don't write good enough, there's Grammarly. There's all kinds of stuff. Matter of fact, if you have Word, Microsoft Word, it, it'll it do a lot of the, the, the stuff for you. It'll clean up stuff. It'll give you recommendations. There's a ton of free websites. If you just Google free grammar check, you know, there's, there's places that'll do it, right? Um, losing weight. Who cares who laughs at you? Go somewhere and find some other people. Go on Meetup or whatever and find some other people that are in your same situation that will encourage you. Hell, there's a lot of fit people that love seeing people that are in the process. They love encouraging those people. And it doesn't cost you a dime. And even if it costs you a dime, isn't it worth it? If that's what you need, you need someone that's going to literally be there because you're paying them. So, you know, we, we always do that. And for me, when I've really 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 realized it it took seven years of prison right of of because when i got to prison you would think 
you would think that killing your best friend, you know, and, and it was an accident, but it was such an avoidable accident. I, I don't even like calling it an accident. I killed my best friend for being stupid, drinking, playing with guns and everything else. Just stupid, 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 right? You would think that would have been enough to kind of make me think about things. You would think after that, going to jail and prison and having a life sentence and potentially never coming home, you would have thought that would have been enough to make me start thinking about things, right? You would think after years and years and then getting my murder conviction overturned, that would have made me think, nope, it was seven years when I was already a few years into having a quote unquote release date, right? That I started thinking to myself, man, I, I got to change some stuff. And at first, I didn't even start doing the things that I was doing right before I got out that really helped me get my mind straight, right? Which was I just started doing some positive things, going to self-help groups, started, you know, taking some some college courses. I started focusing on getting a vocation and stuff like that. Right. That was all fine and dandy. But it really wasn't until like that year, last year and a half, maybe even two years. But I'll, I'll say the last year and a half that I really started focusing on what am I going to do? What's going to be different when they let me out of here? Right. And mind you, for those of you who have never been to prison and those of you who don't want to go and you're just out here and you're going, wait, hold on. I don't want to have to go to prison to take my governors off, right? What I'm telling you is do the same thing I did in there. This is something and it sounds stupid. And I think I, to this day, to me, it's cliche and it's something that you hear and you always go, that's the stupidest damn thing. But I'm here to tell you it kind of works, right? Positive affirmations, Right. And it's not so much that you're saying something and it gets you pumped up and it makes you do positive crap. What I'm saying is that you say it so much, you got to start believing in it because otherwise you just feel stupid saying it, right? I literally did this for at least the six months before I got out, which was get in front of the mirror and saying every morning and I would say it out loud. None of this inside voice. Say it outside. Uh, say it out loud so you can hear your own voice telling you to do something right and that was I'm never gonna let anyone else tell me what I can and can't do why did I say that particular thing three times every morning to myself in the mirror even with people looking at me funny like why are you talking to yourself bro in prison right because it was dorm living so the bathrooms was like 10 sinks in a row and you know so everyone's in there brushing their teeth and everything in the morning right but I had to because in that that first seven years and then when I started like, you know, trying to do better and stuff, I realized that the majority of the stuff that um, I screwed up on or I didn't get done or I didn't do just period was because of one of two major things. First was other people telling me what I could and couldn't do. Right. And then secondly, and probably what should be first is what I told myself I could and couldn't do, right? Um, and so right before I got out, I, I never thought that I would be able to um, get in shape like I was like as a teenager and stuff. And when I proled, I was 190 pounds in really good shape. I'm talking really good shape. Um, I won't say as good a shape as I was 16 to 19 years old, but damn near, right? And... um. Then when I got out, mind you, I couldn't finish 
hard classes or anything before I went to prison. Matter of fact, I dropped out of UC Berkeley right after I got accepted. <laughs> and that's kind of the path that led me down the road to the next thing I know I was in, in jail, right? Um, so I jumped back into school and everyone, and when I say everyone, even my mom and my dad, literally even my mom and my dad were telling me I wasn't going to be able to go to school. I wasn't going to be able to work and go to school. I wasn't going to be able to work, go to school and have a life. I wasn't going to be able to work, go to school, have a life and a girlfriend. I wasn't going to be like, everything was what I couldn't do. And it freaking pissed me off. Pissed me off so much that instead of letting those things like back in the day, shut me down and make me go, you know what, maybe I can't do it. You know what, maybe I shouldn't do it. You know what, maybe I should just run the course, right? Mm -mm. It made me push even harder. Got my bachelor's degree. People still telling me what I couldn't do. Went back to school right away, got my MBA. You know, promotion after promotion at work. You know, doing things, bought a house, all kinds of stuff. Like, all this craziness. And it was more to prove people wrong than it was because I just wanted to do it. I swear, it sounds stupid as shit, but it's the reality. I just wanted to prove people wrong. And I'll give a a perfect case in point where it's not always the best thing to do to prove people wrong. (laughs) Or right, for that matter. So I I left um, a, a good job, great team and everything. Because I was told that I couldn't make it to the executive body. And so I went out for an executive position somewhere else. And I got it. And the job wasn't good. And the team wasn't good. And everything else. And so now I'm in between and trying to figure out what that next step is. And I'm mad because I did what I wanted to do. I proved them wrong. I I, I made it. you know. But then I was like, damn, I kind of liked it better where I was at. Anyway. Going back to these governors and 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 what might be going on. As a matter of fact, not might. I know you have something that you're holding back on. You're not unleashing your full potential, right? I just want you to take a minute. Just think right now. Get a list of at least three things that you have just either constantly pushed back or constantly because of what other people are telling you have said, Nah, I I can't do it or I can't do it right now, right? There's always a, oh, you know, maybe tomorrow or next week or next month or next year, next freaking life, right? Think of those three things. And then I want you to look at those three things, right? And which one of them scares you the most? Let me say that again. Pick three things that, for whatever reason, you have put the governor on and and basically allowed yourself not to do. Then, which one scares you the most? Like, which one you're like, holy crap, I just, I know I can't do that. Or, oh my God, I would, no, my God, you're scared. You want it, but you're scared of it. That's the one you need to take the governor off for. Because once you get that one done, the other two that you listed, those will be a lot easier. And I would do the next scariest one and then the least scariest one last and then start a new list. Your list should never end. You should always be finding what the next things are. But instead of them being things that you've locked yourself out from, they're just going to be new things that you want to do. Nothing great comes from a comfort zone, which which is the fear part, right? Because if it wasn't scary, it'd be in your comfort zone and you probably already had done it, right? Um. But when it comes down to it, y'all, uh, we all have so much potential. And the flip side is there the majority of people, when I say the majority, I'm talking 80 to 90% of people, 
will 100% live in that comfort zone, 100% allow those governors to be put on. And some people got 58 governors, like they don't do nothing outside the box, right? Um, And the sad thing is those are the people that end up dying at 70, 75 years old or younger because they they could never see that there was something else or more to do or or more life to live, right? Here's the other thing, y'all. Um... School, and you, if you've listened to my podcast, you probably heard this a few times, right? Look at what school does to you. When I say school, I'm talking everything from, um, you know, elementary school up to graduate school, right? They really put you into the worker bee mindset. Go out, get a job, pay your taxes, buy a house, get married, you know, go to school some more, acquire all this debt that locks you in to having to work to pay off your debt and then if you're lucky you have a few hundred k in retirement when you retire at the ripe old age of 65 right and if you got 200k in retirement hell i'll I'll give you 500k that crap's only gonna last you two or three years unless you're living off top ramen and and your house is paid off and everything and you don't have property taxes it is not gonna last that long so what happens? You either end up going back to work or you get so stressed out you die. So you effectively have worked your entire life to try to pay debt off. And most of your debt probably acquired from what someone else told you you need to do to be living, right? And they set you up with all these governors and tell you you can't do stuff on your own. And and all it does is hurt you. And I'm here to tell you, man, um, I feel like I have shot, overshot, and and undershot on my finances my wife and all of, my wife and I have beat ourselves up because we literally threw hundreds of thousands of dollars away and when I say threw away I mean literally threw away but on the flip side as bad as we feel for what we don't have I will tell you something else we don't have and how many people can really truly say this we have zero debt not one dime of debt. We owe no one nothing. Not a credit card, $5, nothing. And we have a significant amount, liquid cash. Uh, we got a 2016 Mercedes-Benz that is 100% paid off with less than 10,000 miles on it. You know, I'm not trying to brag. What I'm saying is I feel like we've screwed up financially, but, you know, we have to remind ourselves we actually have it. Uh, well, we have because we we could have a hell of a lot more. But the reality is, is you got to take those governors off too, and 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 realize um, you can do some things wrong to learn and and keep focusing on doing the positive. You have potential. I know you do. I know there's something you're probably thinking of it right now. There's something you want to do. Go freaking do it and even if you screw up 10 times on your way to doing it if you make it there does it matter like i've lost 40 pounds in the last well now it's been uh, going on a year right but i mean it only took me about five or six months to lose the 40 pounds now i'm kind of just sitting at 200 to 205 i go up and down every once in a while i go down to like 196 um but i've been at home a lot so i haven't been hitting the gym and everything so uh, now it's like, for me, my governor is to stop allowing myself to think I need to eat all the time. Cause that's my biggest problem. So 
your your challenge for for the week is figure out what those things are that you want to do and then figure out what the governors are what has been restricting you from being the awesome you that you can be i love you i appreciate you i know you can do it go out make shit happen make yourself proud so that others will look up to you and then tell them what i told you and help them get out of their rut anyway i love you all be productive be safe talk to you next time